0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Monday, October 16th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Dowling. Here's today's headlines. Newsom escalates water lawsuit. DPR eyes treated seeds. Pope takes on ag and food sectors. and immigration fix is urged. Valley Democrats raise alarms over California water plan. Three Central Valley Congress members are pushing back on new filings in the Newsom administration's lawsuit, challenging the 2019 biological opinions for Delta pumping operations. Court-ordered management throws California's water supply into chaos, ignoring an already punishing drought year, writes Jim Costa, John Garamondi, and Josh Harder, all congressmen, in a letter to state and federal agencies. Included in the filings was an unprecedented operations plan for the coming water year, which they called it a backslide to an outdated approach and the worst possible outcome for water management. They worried it would obstruct progress on voluntary agreements and said it lacks adequate scientific or public review. When the administration initially filed the lawsuit, the Congress member said it would lead to protracted litigation. We fear that it is now becoming reality, they write in the letter. DPR eyes pesticide-treated seeds for new regulations. The Department of Pesticide Regulation, the DPR, is holding a public workshop on pesticide-treated seeds to inform future regulatory actions. The discussion will cover the current regulatory framework and the potential for seed coatings to move from a field. The department plans to gather more information on use and potential impacts. Keep in mind, DPR notes there is limited information on the extent of use in California, the commodities involved, and active ingredients. Pesticide-treated seeds are exempt from EPA review and do not fall under the state definition of pesticide for review by DPR. When the coding process takes place in California, the treatments must be registered with EPA. Remember, last year DPR rejected a petition to regulate seeds treated with neonicotinoids but vowed to look into the issue and to consider actions. Then lawmakers dropped a bill this year that would have banned those seeds altogether. Trump maintains strong rule support. Democrats face some strong headwinds as they try to win back rural voters. One of those challenges remains former President Trump himself. According to a new poll for the Democratic group One Country Project, 49% of rural voters say they'll vote for Trump in 2024. they would support Biden. Rule voters favored Trump over Biden 54 to 42% in 2020. Some 57% of rule voters approve of the job he did as president, while Biden's rule approval is at 42%. Rule voters don't fully trust Democrats or Republicans as a whole, but when you've got Donald Trump as the separate North Star, said pollster Doug Usher, Summarizing the results of the webinar, rural voters view him much more positively than other political leaders who were tested. Uh, take note, uh, in a warning sign for Democrats, the top concern among rural voters is inflation. The top policy priority they want to see the federal government address is immigration. And by the way, The poll has some relatively good news for Biden in that 47% of rural voters approve of his Build Back Better spending plan. For more on Democrats' internal struggle over the Build Back Better, you can read our Washington Week ahead at agripulse.com. USDA's National Ag Statistics Service is delaying issuance of its report on ag products marketed as local food, so it can collect more information. Instead of November 18, the report will now be released sometime early next year, according to NAS. The Statistics Service says that in order to get complete pictures of the local food marketing practices in light of COVID, The survey is being expanded to include producers who have not indicated prior local food marketing. There is a high interest in this important data series, said a NAS spokesperson speaking with AgriPulse. U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service needs to drill down on Mexican wolf recovery. The Fish and Wildlife Service must be more specific about how it plans to recover the Mexican wolf including by addressing wolf livestock conflicts and illegal killing of the species, a federal judge ruled last week. U.S. District Judge Jennifer Zips ordered the service to revise its recovery plan for the wolf. Many of the actions listed in the plan, quote, are so vague as to not constitute an action at all, the judge said. Poaching of wolves accounted for 105 deaths between 1998 when reintroduction began in the Southwest and 2019. The latest count showed the number of wolves increased 14% in 2020 to at least 186 according to FWS. NPPC calls for reform to worker visas. The National Pork Producers Council is calling on U.S. immigration officials to reform a visa program that is key to keeping hog operations staffed. The TN visa program was created under NAFTA to allow Mexican and Canadian professionals in a variety of areas to be allowed to work in the U.S. for up to three years. NPPC has received reports that Eligible applicants have been denied entry into the country for no cause and cannot appeal such decisions, the port producer group said. Other evidence suggests applicants have been rejected because of the subjective interpretations of having, quote, sufficient ties to their home country and about their intent to return to it. A Take note, in a move expected to ease pressure on some food and ag operations, The Biden administration has halted indiscriminate company raids to find undocumented immigrants. The administration will focus on, quote, unscrupulous employers with a history of exploiting undocumented workers and paying them substandard wages. Pope Francis lays into ag and other business sectors. Pope Francis used his Twitter feed over the weekend to blast big business as well as the food and ag sectors. In a series of tweets, he called on large mining, oil, forestry, real estate, agribusiness companies to stop destroying nature, to stop polluting, to stop intoxicating people with food. He also said, quote, big food corporations should, quote, stop imposing monolithic production and distribution structures that inflate prices and end up withholding bread from the hungry. Now, keep in mind, the Pope's Twitter account has uh, 18.8 million followers. By the way, nearly 67 progressive groups are urging President Biden and Ag Secretary Vilsack to break the ties with corporate ag companies and the concept of free trade when it comes to feeding the world. This urgently needed reform must prioritize the rights and livelihoods of workers, food producers, and frontline communities and ensure food security through food sovereignty in the U.S. and abroad, the groups say in a letter. Here's today's She Said It. We don't need to win back rural America. We don't need to win rural America by 51 points. We just need to do better than we have. That former Senator Heidi Heitkamp, a North Dakota Democrat, founder of the One Country Project. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Monday, October 18th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Dalley.